Okay, guys, it's time for another Packer Nation Deep Dive, the show where I break down a series offensively, defensively, with the special teams in between. Not necessarily in that order. <clears throat> Today we will be talking about the Packers-Vikings Monday night football game that did not start well for the Green Bay offense in particular, but in which uh, dominating defense <clears throat> and an offense that got its act together uh, resulted in a win for the Green Bay Packers. And, of course, now the Packers. Today is Saturday. Um just by way of housekeeping issues, I have once again had to record. I'm in a cursing mood right now because I've had to record all of my footage of the All-22 because it, once again, on the NFL website, is utterly failing. So, uh, for all the billion dollars plus that this NFL makes, they can't make an app or a website to save their lives. And I know some of you notice how bad the app is. It's just absolutely terrible. So guys like us that have zero dollars have to spend a hundred on all 22 that does not function. And uh, it's not even funny anymore. <laughs> so I, the uh, college playoffs are beginning and I am in the studio recording because the NFL can't get its act together. So at any rate, I was hoping to get this out to you before the games began, uh, but later this afternoon, uh, perhaps. Um, actually, no, the first game doesn't begin at 1. I was thinking it begins at 1, so you may still have some time to listen to this before the games begin. After it, tomorrow morning, whatever, what have you, and hopefully it just becomes something interesting to watch, even in the offseason. All right, so the Packers, let's get right into it. Um, the Packers, down 3 to nothing now after the Aaron Jones fumble. And the defense, once again, standing tall in the red zone. And it's impressive how well this defense performs in the red zone. We'll see if we can continue to do this. This is an offense that has weapons. They had Adam Thielen back. I know no Dalvin Cook, but uh, Vikings have some weapons. So at any rate, first down on the 27 uh, for the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to roll it forward. And as you know, since I had to record it, I don't have the benefit of slow-mo, which is okay. We're trying to do this raw, and I will stop it when I have to. Okay, so first down, we're looking at a single setback and a shotgun. Uh, both, uh, and I believe it's Williams in this case. Aaron Jones uh, replaced by Jamal Williams for a couple of plays during this series. Uh, I don't know if that was punitive for the fumble or what, but we're looking at 11 personnel single setback with Jamal Williams and also Jimmy Graham on the left side of Aaron Rodgers in the shotgun formation. Uh, Devontae Adams, and it looks like Allison to the right, and I can't see who's split off to the left, but three wide receivers. So, you know, this is, an, again, one of those looks where this could be anything. Uh, the the uh, Vikings have liked to kind of show a two-shell and then um, bring a safety down <clears throat> at the last minute because they can, and they've had some success already with us in this game in the uh, first offensive series. Um, but first play from scrimmage, the handoff to Williams, just a little counter action and the, the line moving forward and, you know, you get three or four yards and this offense, as it gets rolling, will break down the line play a little bit more clearly here with the second view. <clears throat> you know, this offense starting to rely on the run, but able to throw Aaron Rodgers with, you know, some uncharacteristic missed passes in this one. We'll see one uh, that basically stalls out this drive, a drive in which the uh, the Packers just just weave, bob and weave through the, the Minnesota Vikings defense, which is, again, a very, very <clears throat> tough defense. But, yes, this is Jamal Williams here, single setback, and just a little simple counteraction. Um, I want to 
get how many yards we gained on this play. So you got one, two, three, yeah, like four yards, five yards on first down. Um, this will solve our, this would, if anything, will solve our issue on third downs because first and second down are really the problem. <clears throat> We've been unsuccessful on our first and second and then get into third and long. And of course, if you're unsuccessful on first and second down, you're not going to have any success when you get a, get into a third and long situation and teams know that you have to pass it because then you become one-dimensional on top of everything else. <clears throat> However, we've seen it in two games against the Vikings. When this offense is clicking, um, it's really difficult to stop. Add to that the health where, you know, in, against the Lions tomorrow, even, uh, tomorrow afternoon, you know, this team potentially, if they come out to a strong start and can get up by a couple of scores, uh, maybe get a turnover, you know, again, I don't want to jump ahead. The most important thing is for this team to win tomorrow. Uh, but if they can get up, they can rest some of these guys. <clears throat> and I'm all for resting Jamal Williams, who's hurt, Danny Vitale, who has a knee issue in this game against the Lions, because I think we can win. Anyway, I don't want to get off track, but it's hard not to, because this is going to be one heck of a weekend of football. Again, you got college playoffs today, um, Packers tomorrow, Seahawks, 49ers tomorrow evening. Um, just a great <clears throat> time to be a uh, Packers fan. And with the Packers running the ball successfully, I think they're going to have a little more success rolling into the playoffs. And I'm trying to determine if there's any real wrinkles to what's been going on. And there really aren't <clears throat> so much. We've seen a little more of the motion, but again, just a straight draw play on first down gets five yards. And what we are seeing, again, is the Packers won the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball in this game. So, you know, Matt LaFleur gets a run like that on first down. Everything is pretty much wide open. So Aaron Rodgers dropping back to pass. And he's got Alan Lazard singled up on a little crosser. Now, what I want to do with this one, um, and that goes for an easy first down and probably 18, 19 yards. <clears throat> but what I want to do is I want to count the seconds before Aaron Rodgers throws the ball. 1,001, 1,002, ball out. Crosser across the middle, right into between the tracks and the numbers. Um, perfectly thrown ball, well-run route, <clears throat> but the ball out quick. And I'm going to be counting these as we throw. Again, I'm kind of going through this pretty raw, so I may have to back it up or, you know, I have the benefit of the second angle, so I'll usually count on that second angle because I don't always know if it's a run or a pass. All right, so um, that's this is first down. Uh, we're near, nearing midfield. Uh, again, <clears throat> single setback, but Rogers under center now and Kumaro in motion from his right to the left. And you can see he is being, this is man coverage, at least that look. Um, he's followed across the field. Uh, this, again, gives Rodgers, especially under center, just a little bit of extra information. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's caught in my throat today. And at the snap of the ball, let's see what we get. Uh, Rodgers changing the play, it looks like. He's calling out. And... Goes to the handoff, wide open to the right. Another almost a first down. And again, now I know what I can highlight in this one. Because I do recall this play, and I think you will either. Also, <clears throat> this is the one where Mercedes Lewis loses his shoe. He, once again, is just adding so much to this running game. <clears throat> um, Lewis with the uh, block out up front on the D end. And Allison with a kick out 
on the corner in this one? No, he doesn't actually. He goes up to the safety, just gets a little piece of him. But Mercedes Lewis out there leading the show. And again, a large gain. And this is Jamal Williams, okay? <clears throat> this was a play that potentially with Aaron Jones, could he could have broken it to the outside and and, and it could have been a, an explosive play. Um, but now, you know, it's second down and two. And the Packers right out there near midfield. Um, what a, what a, just a wonderful thing to see. I, I'm having trouble getting my words, but you look at that Mike McCarthy offense last year, and he didn't even use Mercedes Lewis. I think Mercedes had like three catches the entire season. He was never on the field hardly. We didn't run the ball. We didn't use Aaron Jones. We hardly used Jamal Williams. To see this come to fruition, this is what Packer Nation has been calling for for a long time. It's a lot of vindication uh, for folks that have been saying, listen, Aaron Jones can be special. And listen, Jamal Williams ain't bad either. And when you got Mercedes Lewis, go out there and use him in the run game. Make opponents suck up into the box, and then Aaron Rodgers can pick you apart over the top. All right, so we're going to go forward again. Uh, shotgun formation this time around. Uh, this looks like 12 personnel. Uh, two wide receivers. No, actually, this is 11 personnel. Again, there's a wide receiver that I'm not seeing on the screen, I believe, at this point. Um, <clears throat> and Roger surveys the field. Yet another just inside draw handoff. And, you know, there's your first down right there. <laughs> so the Packers running the ball, running it successfully, running it successfully against a good defense. That's a great way to go into a playoffs that's likely to have a home game at Lambeau Field and is likely to go up against really explosive offenses where you may need to grind the ball, grind the clock a little bit to keep yourself in games for a playoff run. And again, now Rodgers, with protection, throws across the middle to Devontae Adams. Let's count the seconds on this one. Another mid-crosser to the inside of the field, not the outside. Let's count it here. <clears throat> 1,001, 1,002, and the ball is probably I'm going to back it up and count again because what I didn't account for is there's play action involved in this one. So this isn't a straight drop back. So it's probably more like three, three and a half seconds. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,000. Yeah, ball out in three and a half seconds. Again, that's different than the eight seconds we've been looking at in the past. And the play action, again, uh, holding up the linebackers. Devontae Adams doing what Devontae Adams does, but he gets singled up on Xavier Rhodes, who is having a rough year. But this was not bad coverage. This was just Devontae Adams making a play and a pinpoint accuracy of Aaron Rodgers and getting the ball out right at the top of his drop, surveying the field. He had to kind of come back. I'm going to back this up one more time. Looked like he had to look like Adams was not his number one, or else he was drawing moving safeties with his eyes. Because I believe he looks right first. You can see him peek to his left before the snap. Play action is to his left on a little counter, and he's got to come back. And it looks like Jake Kumaro is honestly wide open across the middle. Um, let's see if we can get a little better view of that. Kumaro comes from right to left in motion and then ends up on the left side, comes across the middle of the field with absolutely wide open for a touchdown on that one. Rodgers comes back to Adams. Uh, I guess that was probably just a call play to clear him out to get back to Adams on that one. But to me, that might have been a miss by Aaron. I don't know. Back to another just little run play. Danny Vitale out front. And I've been critical of Danny Vitale because I've just seen not, I've seen very little out of him as, in terms of a blocker, which is so important for a fullback. 
And that's part of the reason that I am still of the opinion that tight ends are more valuable because you can put a tight end, you can put Mar Mercedes Lewis right back in this I formation doing what Danny Vitale is doing right now. But Danny Vitale will never be six foot seven. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, I definitely think in Matt LaFleur's offense, the fullback has a role. Uh, I still am unconvinced that you can't run that exact same play with a tight end and have just as much success. Uh, and Vitale's inability to block at times, but in this case, he gets a nice piece here. So they slide him to the left and then get a little counteraction. This is Aaron Jones again. This, this is a nice little play. Uh, let me pause this. Okay, so Jones and they, they're sliding Vitale at the snap. Jones is just absolutely dead still. He does not make a move left or right. You can see the defense slide to Vitale's side, obviously, because he's in motion. This is brilliant. And then there's the counteraction to the left. Um, and Aaron Rodgers reaching out the ball toward the mesh point. But that at the last second, they change it up. So all of this is happening before the mesh point, guys, before Aaron Rodgers with the ball meets Aaron Jones with the ball. And I'm going to try to explain this as well. This is freaking brilliant. So Danny Vitale slides to the left as the ball is snapped. You can see the defense shift in that direction. Aaron Rodgers rotates left to the mesh point. Aaron Jones steps two steps forward to the left, and then Rodgers just rotates through it, and Aaron Jones cuts to the right to the mesh point instead. And everybody, you can see Kendricks right up in the left A-gap. Everybody gets sucked in on this one. Vitali is a lead blocker out front. The one thing I see is I see Alan Lazard. Every And Alan Lazard has been coached to do this. We talked about how these wide receivers are going to be coached to block in this scheme rather than just you know go find somebody downfield. It's going to be specific, not general. Alan Lazard in the slot on the right-hand side. Again, this is where all the counteraction is to the left. Lazard is on the right. He is where the play is going. He is, however, facing the opposite direction. He is facing left to sell this fake. And it and the Vikings buy, folks, to the tune of, I'll see how many yards this is. I'm going to pause it one more time. This is so close to a touchdown. You get Trey Waynes, number 41, coming up and making this, the open field tackle. Vitaly picks off Hughes, and this was one shake by Aaron Jones away from being a touchdown call. Brilliant freaking play. Man, and, and these are the ones that I think Matt LaFleur, so I asked the question earlier, and I don't know, because I, I started to record, I've recorded this twice, so I don't know if I mentioned on this particular recording or not. I've been looking for where these wrinkles might be. There's a wrinkle, folks. That is, I don't want to deal with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and this offensive line when they're doing stuff like that, and i got to sit and think about which direction they're going. I gotta stay at home even when I read my keys. I mean, if you're reading your keys, I still think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be hard pressed not to buy. And Trey Waynes with his recovery speed is able to make this play, but Aaron Jones can break this one. I would say, you know, seven out of ten times Aaron Jones scores a touchdown on that play. Again, if we see that against the Lions, that's touchdown time. Um, and again, the Vikings has a very good defense. You know, you're looking at, you know, the Cowboys when they were fully health, healthy. Very fast, explosive linebacking group. 
Vikings, the same thing. <clears throat> and we just, we just, we just jobbed them, guys. All right, let's go to the next play. Uh, and so here we've got uh, I formation. We got uh, 21 personnel, it looks like. Yeah, with, looks like Mercedes on the left side of the line. Uh, Lazard in motion on the left. Um, you know, looks like a running play. Got a third and one, two, three, four yards to go after that play. Play action again. Play action comes back. And this is the payoff play to Danny Vitale after having the nice block on the play before. And you guys will probably remember this. Uh, he is unable to make the catch. This would have gone straight to the near pylon on the right side for a touchdown as Vitali, to his credit, and I'm, I'm giving him credit twice for blocking and runs a good route here over Kendricks, gets manned up, just what the Packers are looking for, the play action. Um, stalls, and I want to say it's Kendricks, just enough for Vitali to get past him. Kendricks saves himself close to the line of scrimmage by grabbing on to Vitali and throws him off his route, and I do believe that is enough to... Um, to kind of ruin that route and put Vitaly down by a step. You'd like to see Rodgers still be able to drop this in. Let's see if he has time to see what happened. Uh, so right at about, yeah, it's, it's within five yards. Uh, Kendricks grabs Vitaly, throws him off just a bit, slows him down just a bit. Rodgers' arm is already cocked. He's throwing to a spot, and Vitaly ends up just a little bit too far inside. And I think that, I don't think there could be a flag thrown. I think that's just got to be a credit to, to Vitaly. So, uh, and then of course, unfortunately, the drive is going to stall on the little uh, flat pass to Aaron Jones, which again comes off a little bit of a play action. I don't know if there's actually play action involved in this one or not. Let's see this. Rodgers commanding this offense, I think, at a much higher level than he has pretty much all season. And I think we're seeing him come into his own. I really have to admit, I think all of us have just underestimated what it takes to really fully get this offense under your belt in all of its nuances. And we're seeing nuances, guys. Um, <clears throat> so now we've got Jimmy Graham on the right side of the line, Jones on the right side of the line, and this play, again, is going to be coming back to the other side. So Jones just crosses out into the flat. Kendricks gets caught up with Lazard, as I said, was on the left. He's got a little inside route that, uh, you know, a little bit of a pick play by Lazard. Slows him up a little bit. But this is the one where Aaron Rodgers just throws it inside. And you can see Aaron Jones try to twist his body all the way around back inside. Just can't make the play. That one's on Rodgers, and I would expect him to make that like 9 out of 10 times. I'd expect if we run that play 10 more times, he's going to nail it every time. We got to get that right, though. That is one of the things. The screen game has been good this year, and we finally used it. You know, Mike McCarthy at times either we couldn't execute it or wouldn't use it. But you know, you want to see Aaron Rodgers make those short play, short passes when you, you know you're looking at a guy who he makes all of these, you know, bombs and hail marys. And but let's get the job done uh, in the short game, and that would have been an easy first down. Uh, again, we're now on the 25-yard line, so we're well within field goal range, but you don't want to be settling for field goals. Uh, now, we play the Lions tomorrow. You want to see this team get into the end zone. However, I do want to bring this up because I was thinking about this earlier. 
at some point in this game, even if this team at the end of the end of the game has to kneel down and give up a, a, a potential touchdown, Mason Crosby, we need to get Mason Crosby a field goal in this game, at least one. He is riding high, has had a fantastic season, and there's still talk about the awful day that he had last time at this in Detroit. Get him at least one. I, I hope we score nothing but touchdowns, six, seven, eight, nine of them. And then let's just make sure Mason Crosby kicks one through the uprights to maintain his confidence going into the playoffs. All right, so here we go. We're now lined up. <clears throat> yeah, obviously, just straight-up formation. I just want to see how the chain is. Uh, the communication has been good. Again, this is a, a difficult venue. This is U.S. Bank Stadium. It's going to be loud. Uh, J.K. Scott really looks in control. Yeah, puts up a hand, quick, really crisp, beautiful snap, right to the spot. Let's look at it a little closer up. This snap looked perfect. Yeah, perfect snap. Just slightly dropping down toward the turf as J.K. catches it. Very nice, clean chain, and Mason Crosby doing what Mason Crosby does. All right, um, so now the Packers uh, kicking off. Again, I'll go through this a little faster. I just want to see if folks are staying in their lanes because we have had issues with that, but the special teams has been much, much better, and Mason Crosby kicked this, kicks this one out of the back of the end zone. Special teams coming on has been really important, but I think the most important thing is Aaron Rodgers really feel comfortable with this offense. Still got you know some of these passes to dial in that's a little bit concerning. Um, I will make one comment from earlier in the game. The long pass, and I, that was a third down, I believe, to Alan Lazard that was incomplete. And Aaron Rodgers you know, overthrew it, threw it to the outside. Uh, that was inside leverage. The defense was on, clearly on inside leverage, and I'm really wondering why Alan Lazard didn't break outside to the post on that one. And I think Rodgers uh, may have been right on that. He turns around, he looked a little confused. I don't know why there would be confusion if he has you know, the right to read that leverage, because that leverage was clear, clearly inside leverage, which would tell me, you know, obviously, and he had nothing but green grass to the outside. So I don't put that one on Rodgers, uh, but he did have you know, some misses in this game. All right, so now to the defensive side of things uh, with the touchback ball in the 25. Two minutes to go in. Let me back it up because it's the first quarter, I believe, still. This is not the half. Um, I may have to let it roll for a little bit. Um, yeah, first quarter, two-minute drill in the first quarter. Defense, you know, after tying the game up, the Packers tie the game up with the uh, field goal. Uh, defense wants to get off the field. You don't want to. Don't want to let him go. And then, of course, the first play is blown dead. Flag on the play. Cousins just getting scared already. They got single setback. And uh, we had done some interesting things while they're rerunning this one. Let me just pause it for a second and tell you. We had uh, <laughs> Mike Pettin's getting creative, too. Uh, with his ability on running downs, rushing downs, to be able to put Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, and Rashawn Gary on the field with Kenny Clark has become just a real weapon in Pettin's toolbox. And thank goodness for Rashawn Gary right now. And I hope he becomes an absolute stud because I think he obviously has the athleticism for that. But he's becoming an important part of this defense. Um, what they were able to do is move Preston Smith and Blake Martinez back at the at a, like a uh, hand up. Uh, linebacker position, and they had Preston Smith as basically a, a second inside linebacker. 
he ends up dropping into coverage where Blake Mar Martinez is mugging the A-gap. But then what happens is Martinez also drops out of that one. I think they read it as a pass, and, I, and it was. Uh, so what you're getting then, you've got three rushing linemen. We're only rushing three. Both of those guys, or all three of those guys then, are getting a double team. So you end up with Rashawn Gary from left to right. Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark, and Zadarius Smith. And all three of those guys can beat double teams. And Rashawn Gary, on this particular play earlier, I can't tell you exactly when it was, what the down and distance was, but Rashawn Gary is the guy that gets close to the quarterback. Very close to getting a hand in his face, a hand up to knock the ball away. Uh, and, and Rashawn Gary, along with the way Dean Lowry has really come on of late, I saw Lancaster's the one kind of downside right now. I saw him get blown out once. That's not you know me analyzing every single play that he did or grading him. Um, but other than that, Gary coming on and uh, Dean Lowry coming on in the last two games making big plays, the knockdown and uh, the interception against the Bears. It's really good to see. And again, we're talking about how important it was in a game where the Packers turned the ball over three times, almost gave it away a fourth, uh, and are able to come back and win this game because we won the line of scrimmage. And this is a team that clearly on both sides of the ball won the line of scrimmage. All right, so <clears throat> so it's first and 15. Uh, ball back on the 20 now, so field position coming into play. And uh, let's just see what we've got. we got a two-shell look for sure. Um, it looks like Amos might be sneaking up into the box a little bit. Yeah, he's working his way up as they bring it to the strong side. And this is the play where Zadarius is just in there too soon. He's just too fast and a tackle for loss on the play. I wish I could slow-mo this just to be, like, be able to give you a little more detail of what I'm seeing. Just straight up, stand up. And uh, they bring over a tight end. He steps inside and just reads the play and then closes, makes the play. And we know what Z did in this game. He wrecked this game. Zadarius Smith, for all the Defensive Player of the Year nominees that are getting thrown around as absolutes out there, he is not going to get enough credit. He can't get enough credit. Um, but this guy should be in the, in the uh, running for Defensive Player of the Year. How many defensive? Watch the guy that gets picked. It probably won't be Z. Watch the guy that gets picked and then ask yourself, what different techniques does he play along the line? It'll likely be a straight outside pass rusher. And that is not what Z is. He's all over the field. All over the field. And then, <laughs> next play from scrimmage, uh, Cousins has to throw it away because who's in his face uh, yet again? And I do think we had more than one because on the left side, and Kyler Fackrell lined up at basically an inside linebacker, hand up, Z on the right with him, standing up, Preston Smith on the left, standing up, single down lineman in Kenny Clark. I'm assuming that's Kenny Clark. I can't really see it. Yeah, that's Clark. Clark in Cousins' face, Z coming from behind, the ball wobbly coming out, quarterback affected, pass complete, but for no gain, basically. So the, actually, that's another, no, that, that was basically for no gain. I think Z's tackled before was the loss of four. Now they're at third down and 12. So now where our offense is not getting in third and long, our defense is putting a very good offense into third and long. Ball in the 23. So again, that goes to field position on top. So a very difficult a, a first quarter in which we've just given up the ball too many times. Uh, by the time the second quarter is over, we'll have done that three times. And uh, this is a Packers team in third and 12. <laughs> That forces Cousins is scared already. Um, and I'm going to try to see. So he, again, he's 
He, Kirk Cousins, is putting, I want to say it's Kyle Rudolph, into motion. That actually may be Irv Smith Jr. No, it's Rudolph. Um, and nobody's moving, so the Packers showing basically a zone look. Z wants a false start on that one, but all Cousins did is just like reach up and lick his fingers to throw the ball, uh, which again, that's another tell right there. <coughs> and uh, Zadarius ends up singled up here. Clark singled up here. They swing. Kyle, Kyler Fackrell with a little bit of a stunt, and the the uh, you'll remember this play. This is the there's no chance. Rudolph didn't even turn around to catch the ball. Uh, would not have gone for a first down with any kind of solid tackling anyway. Fourth down and twelve, and the Minnesota Vikings have to punt the ball away. So uh, again, really good stuff. And this was a quarter in which you know where this is still the, the first quarter. There's a quarter in which you know we're we're pretty scared at this point. The horn is blowing. The crowd is in it. We're able to keep it at a 3-3 three and three game by the defense making a stand after the Aaron Jones fumble. And then the offense coming back and doing enough to at least get Mason Crosby within range, gets that three points. Obviously, there's stuff we'd like to clean up. Obviously, we want to get in the end zone. But again, this is one thing that I think returns to Green Bay in this game. And that's what they talk about, complementary football. And that's where, you know, if the offense does something wrong, the defense picks up for it. If the defense doesn't get a stop, the offense is able to come back and match it with a score. Um, that's what we did. And then the defense just became dominant in the second half. And that's when the offense began to click. And if that offense in the second half uh, is signs of things to come, I think this team is for real. Um, you know, there were times in the season where we looked like we were, you know, we were winning games and there was the talk about winning ugly. Who cares how you win? However, most in Packer Nation knew that if we kept, kept it up when we faced better competition, we were not going to win those games. And we knew who we were going to, you know, you're going to face a 49ers team. You're going to face a Seahawks team. Um, and then potentially face, uh, Chiefs, uh, Ravens, uh, Patriots team. And this kind of performance earlier, you can talk about ugly wins all you want. And yes, they count the same. But you, Packer Nation was smart enough to look forward. And I heard all these podcasters giving Packer Nation down the road about being concerned about ugly wins. I don't care about ugly wins. I just want to win. However, we were right to be concerned about whether this team would win when the competition improved. This is where games like the Minnesota Vikings game on Monday night come into play. And uh, the Packers then put themselves behind the eight ball in this game and find a way to win. Lots of exciting stuff uh, coming up. Uh, again, we'll be watching for a dominating win against the Lions to make us feel better. Uh, any kind of stumble against the Lions will probably make us wonder again. However, we now have potentially the advantage of a home game and another chance to get things right. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers talked about this being one of his best games. There were a couple of bad passes, and it still was one of his best games. I think the subtext of what he means by that is he really feels in control of this offense to the tune of, I can defeat whatever a defense throws at me on a regular basis. You're not going to beat them all the time. Really good defenses are going to get there. Uh, but you're seeing the ball come out faster. We're seeing some of those mid-range crossers that we've been talking about for a long time, and they're successful. And so what's going to happen at some point is the Packers are going to get a shot play based on this, what they're laying down on tape. Now what we need to see is, these guys make these shot plays, the Alan Lazards, the Marquez Valdez Scantlings, 
and even the Geronimo Allisons. Now, I would assume the next shot play may very well go back to a Devontae Adams, uh, basically because he's the most reliable. Uh, but if those shot plays come back, this is a team then that not only can they score regularly, but they can score at, in, in a matter of moments. So that adds another wrinkle to what the offense conceivably can do uh, down the stretch. All right, I'm going to stop babbling and let you guys uh, get on to some college football today. Um, if you are in contact with me through social media or comment lines, please let me know if this uh, podcast appeals to you. It is very different, I am sure. I've gone another 30 minutes, and we're talking real football now. However, you also are not seeing what I'm watching, and I'm trying to describe it. So uh, there's a challenge to it as well. But uh, I do hope you enjoy it. Uh, because it is a pain in the butt. No, I'm just kidding. I do hope you enjoy it because I really enjoy doing it. And in terms of New Year's resolutions, you know, it's uh, the 28th of December, a uh, new decade coming around. One of the things I want to do is be a smarter football analyst. This will certainly sharpen my skills. I hope it is informative to you as well. And uh, this is a Packer team with uh, a lot to be proud of and hopefully a lot of games left to play, including one in February, one last win in February would be the absolute perfect cap, in my mind, to the 100th anniversary of this NFL. All right, guys, I will let you go for now. Enjoy this weekend, and here's hopefully to a big Packer win against the Lions tomorrow and a Packers team in Matt LaFleur's first year that ends the season at 13-3 and and continues on all the way to the promised land. Let's bring one of those Super Bowl trophies home, shall we? Have a good one. Go Pack.